Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Bruce here. I'm your host today, as always. My good friend Tyrell is joining me on the podcast. We're going to talk about pizza, uh, building teams, what it's like to manage and operate 17 different locations. He's got to go to a whole bunch of different locations to his West Shore Pizza Company down in Tampa area. And we talk a lot about the logistics of that and hiring people and how to train your staff and find people to take over for you in the role of managers and what that all takes because it's a lot of work. We talk about that on this podcast episode. There's a lot of good nuggets in here. Terrell shares a lot of experience and advice for you. I think you're going to enjoy this podcast episode. Before we get into the podcast, a couple of quick housekeeping things. Go check out our new website, smartpizzamarketing.com. You can sign up for our email newsletter, get smarter about marketing in five minutes or less. Usually every Thursday or Friday, we send out an email. You can go sign up that over in the podcast. We also kind of categorize the website where you can find it. Books, marketing materials, uh, podcast episodes, blog posts. We just did a last week's episode with Rick or this week's episode with Rick that just came out a couple days ago. We talked about trademarking. That's a podcast episode, but then we have a whole blog post that Rick wrote about trademarking. He's a trademark attorney, so he knows all about this and just had a really bad experience myself with having to go through that process, and I would love to see you not have to do that. It's not easy. It's very expensive. And if you can get ahead of it, it's going to be very helpful to you moving forward. Even if you don't have plans for expansion and you you just want to operate your one location or maybe you're a food truck and you're like, I'm not big enough to trademark my name. If at any point you want to sell your business, you need to have the IP of your name to go along with that business. Otherwise, people aren't going to buy it. And if they do, they're making a huge mistake. It's not really that hard to do, and Rick explains how to do it. So go check out that blog post over there. A lot of other information that you can go check out as well over at Smart Pizza Marketing. So let's get into today's episode. A couple words from our sponsors. Thank you to them, and we'll see you on the other side, everybody. Today's podcast is brought to you by Mike's Hot Honey. Now, I've had Mike on the podcast before, and this is a great story. Started off just riding his bike around, selling honey, making it at his house, and it's grown into this great family-run company that has a great product. They have a lot of products that I've tried. The two that I've tried is the regular hot honey and then the really spicy hot honey. I was at a pizza conference a couple months ago and I tried this with some cheese on a cracker and it was really good. And I have to say, I was blown away by the taste of it. And it's been all over Instagram. You can see that there's creative ways to use this in your pizzeria. And it doesn't have to be just for pizzas. It could be on salads, it could be in cocktails, it could be on meats, a great company. Want a sample? Go to mikeshothoney.com forward slash sample. They'll send you a pack. You can try it out. I've gotten samples from Mike myself. I've handed them out to friends and neighbors, and they all rave about it. They all ask me, where'd you get that honey? And they have it at grocery stores too near me, so you can even get it at the grocery store. But if you want to try some out, if you haven't tried it before, I suggest you go to mikeshothoney.com forward slash sample. They'll send you a sample. You can try it out for yourself and come up with some creative recipes. And go to mikeshothoney.com. A lot of recipes and ideas over there. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Fiero Group. FieroGroup.com. If you're looking for dough mixers, dough dividers, rounders, and then this awesome Opera Prima dough stretcher that I saw them use at the Pizza Tomorrow Summit in Orlando, and I was blown away by it because I always thought that there was never going to be a product or something like this, a robot that could hand stretch pizza. But the way that this did it was unbelievable. So if you want to check that out, if you need something like that, go to fierogroup.com. But if you're also in the market for an oven, a dough mixer, they have all kinds of ovens for everybody. If you're looking to get one for your house or you're looking to get one for a commercial kitchen or if you're looking to do wood fired, 
Roman style pizza, all of that. They also have some classes that they're doing and they have these great teachers, pizzaiolas that come in, teach you how to run a specific style of pizzeria and restaurant. Uh, and it's just in a great company. Again, another family run company that I did a podcast with. You can go listen to that one. But thank you, FierroGroup.com for helping me do this show for you. Because all of the sponsors that support this podcast are really the reason that the show continues to go because it's helpful and I appreciate them. If you want to check them out, fierrogroup.com is the place to go. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We have Tyrell from West Shore Pizza again on the podcast. So you've been on the podcast with me. You've also done your own solo episode on the podcast, which people really enjoyed. So thank you for that. But hey, welcome back to the podcast. We're just kind of hanging out today. Hey, I'm glad to be back and thanks for letting me take over the podcast for that episode. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. We got to do it. I got to have you do another one because uh, I wanted to have that be kind of a, like an ongoing series because you got a lot of content with what you're going on. Not only do you run and operate West Shore Pizza, but you also have kind of uh, uh, a leadership course and training that you do because I'm sure like me, you get a ton of questions about how do you run your pizzeria and hire and train and all that good stuff. So I know that you got going Absolutely. on, which we'll talk about later on in the episode, but welcome back, by the way. Good to be back. Good to see you and uh, good to talk to everybody out there. I know. What do you got going on here? Well, so what's the latest with the uh, with, with, with Tyrell and what you got going on? Well, you know, it's, it's September, so it's busy season. It's football's back and school is back. So, you know, summer's over so we can start to focus on, you know, building the pizzerias again and, you know, just getting back to that normal, that normal course of sales and business and, you know, all the things that come along with it. This is, where this is where, are, you at, where are you located again? Tell people where you are. I am. Uh, so I run West Shore Pizza. We're a 17 unit chain here in the Tampa Bay area. Um, so we're, we're founded right here in Tampa Bay. So all of our stores are right here in Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, um, really in this three, four county area. I always get jealous of you around this time of year because it starts to get a little bit chilly at night up here and, you know, uh, fall's coming and winter's coming right behind that. And I'm like, you know what? I got to get this out of here. This is when it's good to be here, you know, now until until spring. It's, when's your busy time down there? So when is it really busy for you guys? Busy really season? busy season for us. Um, really, December, January is where we is where we peak. Really? Where we see, well, we get the travelers, we get the tourists um, in town. And, and pizza just becomes really popular for us around that time of year. What? So you guys get a lot of tourists, I'm sure, in the winter because people from the North Shore. Is that a pain in the That's butt right. to deal with when it comes to like people ordering pizza or anything like that? Because I know that from well, my experience, person. we used to deal with tourists and they have no idea like what's going on in the area or like where they're even located or how to get pizza to them. Is that the same thing you guys have to deal with? I, I lost you for a second, but yeah, we, we definitely deal with the folks that just don't don't know what's going on, where they are, <laughs> calling the wrong locations, you know, all, yeah, all those good yeah. things. But, you know, we just try to stay tapped in with the hotels. Gotcha. How do you deal with multiple locations when it comes to people ordering? Do you get it, do you get it where people make a mistake and they call the wrong place and they order a pizza from one location, but they think it's another? Every day. Really? Every single day it happens. Um, depends on, we, we just try to play it situation by situation. Sometimes it's, close enough that we can send them, Hey, you know, 10 minutes down the road and go pick up yeah, your food. Yeah. Um, other times we'll just call, call the other shop and say, Hey, look, get that one away. I got them standing in front of me right now. 
Um, so it, it kind of happens both ways. We just try to give them a little grace and make sure they get a hot pizza. That that happened to us quite a bit. We opened a second location in same name, same menu, obviously the same website because it was you know the same business. It just was a different location. And the first month, I think we had thousands of dollars worth of wasted food because people <laughs> would order from one location and they thought it was another. And like you said, they came to pick it up and like, what are you going to do? It wasn't like it was five minute drive down the street. It was like 35 minutes away. It's like, all right, I guess you just got to give that away and make a new one for them because they're here. Even though it's their fault, yeah, they ordered fault. online at the wrong store. And that, and that was the thing. Oh, we'll do online and everything. It'll, it'll be all on the customer. It won't be on us. It, it don't matter. We still yeah, got to right? give them a pizza. So. That was the worst part. I hated that so much because there's like nothing you could do about it. No, not not at all. You, you just want to take care of them. And then the, the tough part, and I, and I get owners too sometimes, it's like, well, these folks aren't even from here. What do I, why do I want to take care of them? But reviews matter now, yep. you know, yep. all those things come into play. So you got to take care of every single person like they're, like they're a regular. Plus, if you're a tour, if you're a real touristy location like you are, or we were, you're going to have people who visit you, right? And then you're going to have a reputation. And then those people are going to tell other people, hey, you went to XYZ. Where did you go to eat? And if they had a bad experience, they're going to be like, you know what? Don't ever go to this place. And, yeah. the, and the opposite is true. If they have a great experience, they got to check out this place. This is the story that happens. So those stories will follow you, whether those people live in your area or not. It happens all the time. I, uh, I remember it got to the point where we were like, we would have, so someone would order from us online and either order from us online or the phone call. And like, we would have a pop-up on our website that would say, are you sure you're ordering from this location? And, uh, they would have to hit yes, just to confirm. And then the same thing on the phone, we would be like, all right, you know, we are in XYZ town, not XYZ town, correct? And they'd be like, yep. And they would still mess it up. Yeah. You still can't catch them all. And we, same system. You know, if we see a number, if it's the first time they're going in our system, we want to confirm, Hey, this is the location that you're coming to, right? You know, where you yeah, call, yeah. you call the branded store and they, they never, you know, everyone's like, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it right. I just clicked on your website, but they just click in the first location they see. And it's, that's <laughs> yeah, right. it's like, get me out of here as fast as possible. I'm just going to hit yes on everything, even though all the answers are wrong. Absolutely. Which is hard, easy for me to say because I'm not in the game anymore, but you can't, you have to still deal with it. We do, but you know, we, we get it. And my thing is making sure that the team and everyone else around, you know, they see us take care of that person. Yeah. God forbid I'm not there or, you know, one of the other, one of the franchisees isn't in the store and someone goes, well, that's your fault. You ordered it. I can't do anything about it. I'm not going to refund it or, you know, stuff like that. I want these guys to catch me going above and beyond taking care of the customer because, you know, things just happen. That happens great. all the yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, we had one the other night. We mixed up an order. I was there. It's Friday night. Gave out the wrong food. And the next lady comes in. She had a similar order. And we just, the girl, she, she had this panic on her face. Like, oh, my God, I gave out. I'm like, it's okay. We're talking about a cheesesteak and some fries. Like, yeah, let's hold her tight for five minutes. We give out cookies on Friday, free cookie Fridays. So oh, I'm like, nice. give her like a dozen cookies and hold her tight for a second while we remake this food real quick. So it, it's, it's good. You know, listen, it. As a consumer, right? As somebody who does go out to eat and gets takeout, as long as like the communication is there and you're honest and say in empathetic, you know, most people, most people, there are some a-holes out there who know you're not, you're going to do no matter what, but most people will be totally fine with it. As long as you tell them the truth and you say, That's hey, it. Listen, we messed up. And they get it because they, they, they work yeah, jobs and they have, they've dealt with this and, and whatever it is that they do too. You know, people make mistakes. Fixed for you right away. As long so as you do it that, works. Yeah. It's going to be good. So 
What are you excited about in the pizza world other than that? Um, I'm actually excited. So, you know, being here in Florida, we got Orlando Pizza Summit coming up. Pizza Summit of tomorrow oh, comes right, up right. in November. So I'm excited about that. Uh, thank you. You linked me up with Glenn uh, and the team there. So we'll be able to go out, spend some time, enjoy the show. I didn't make it last year. It was like, I think we were a hurricane or something going on uh, right before that. Yeah. So I'll be able to make hurricane. it this year. Yeah. And, and speak and share some of my content. So I'm excited about that. What are you speaking on? Do you have your sessions already kind of? My Yeah, my session is going to be, yeah, yeah, uh, building a next level team. So we'll be, we'll be talking through team building strategies, recruiting, onboarding, um, first three, four day training processes, things like that. Do you know what day your session is or are you doing sessions both days? I am doing the Wednesday session. Okay. So Wednesday, Wednesday I think the, the show is, yeah, I think the show is Wednesday, Thursday in November, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to do the Wednesday. What time? I do not know yet. I'll have to, uh, when I talk to you, I just got a message from Amy the other day about adding me to the program. So once I find out the time, I'll, I'll yeah, be sure to put that out. Uh, let I, you know. I, I, know the shows, I know the show's from like 10 to four or 10 to five or something like that. So you're probably yeah. around there, but I'll have to, I'll be, definitely be swinging by your session and we'll, we'll shout it out on the podcast with people. Cause that's a, that's a question that I get off all the time about, you know, that's the, I, I think even, after all this time, people are still having the hardest time building a team out, finding staff members, you know, training them, retaining them. That's still something that people struggle with all the time. It's the number one question I get. I think there's this misconception that there's there's some magic answer. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, hey, do these three things and you're going to have a great team. You can do these three things, but you're going to have to do it for a while. Yeah. It's like going to the gym, it, it, it isn't it? Like you think you're going to go to the gym one time and you're going to be like, all right, that's it. I'm done. It's like a continuous process. It's never ending. Yeah. And I, and I tell my folks because I'm in, like, I love my garden. I'm always in my garden every morning and I always tell my team growing a manager is like growing asparagus. And I don't know if you've ever grown asparagus. I have not. But, but to grow asparagus from a seed, you have to put it in the ground and wait a year before it sprouts. Oh. And then you waited and then you spend another year pruning it every day, taking care of it. And then after that, it becomes productive for 20 years. So you put two years into it and then you got a plant that's going to produce for you. Think about a manager. If you got someone, you don't even know what you got for a year. And then, and then you spend a year building, building them and putting into them. And, and then you got someone that's really worth something after that. That's a great analogy. I never really knew that asparagus took that long to grow. Yeah, don't do it. Just go buy it. I don't know. Can you grow asparagus in the Northeast or is it something that needs hot weather? Um, I don't know. I usually try to think about things. Well, always look at things that are that work here in this climate, but I'm sure there's a, there's a season where, especially if you're going to greenhouse it, I'm sure there's a season yeah. that, that works well um, in the Northeast, but don't do it. Go buy it. <laughs> it <sounds like laughs> just it's go buy it. It's just, it's just a side dish. Don't, don't do it. That's awesome. So you are speaking at the Pizza Tomorrow Summit, which is interesting. Are you going to go to the Expo, or I think you went last year, right? Like the one in Vegas. I did. I did go to Vegas last year. I'll I'll, I'll probably go back to Vegas, um, especially if there's a, a vendor or a sponsor that's willing to, you know, take me out there, give me a room and entry. Yeah, I'll always yeah. do that. It's always a good time to go. I mean, listen, the the one in Orlando is great. It's new, but I think this year they're com they're combining with the Florida lodging association or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Florida Restaurant Lodging Association. So it should be significantly bigger show. 
Yeah. Um, but it's going to bring a different element uh, besides just besides the pizza operator in there. It wasn't bad last year. And, you know, it was their first year. It wasn't the biggest show in the world. And there was a hurricane going on and it still wasn't horrible. Yeah, it's not so a ringing really, endorsement. Glenn's probably going to be mad at me for saying it wasn't horrible. Why'd you say, no, why'd the, you show, say the show wasn't horrible. That's a great way to sell it. I'm excited about the show. I missed that show, and I was I was looking forward to getting there. I mean, we don't we don't have a whole lot of pizza specific uh, things here in Florida. Yeah, Florida is kind of like the stepchild of pizza, so we um we don't have our own our own deal. So I'm excited about Orlando and Pizza Summit tomorrow. Yeah, I think Florida's getting. You know, Boston never had the best reputation for pizza, but I think Florida's got, like has a lot of good pizzerias down there that people are becoming more aware of that they didn't know of before. Like you're right, Florida did have a really bad reputation when it comes to pizza, but I think it's growing. It, it's it's getting better, that's for sure. So you know, thank I appreciate the internet and social media and yeah, right, you know, right. all the creators out there that you know start to put their things out. It, it's bringing light to what we're doing here in Florida. We got some. What do you love here. about the pizza business? Like, what's your favorite thing about it? My favorite thing, I like making pizza. Um, I like working with my hands. I'm, you know, like like I said, I love my garden. I was always an artist and draw and paint, do all those things. So I love standing at the table, creating pies. Um, and then I just love I love being there, working with the team, and and the fun of being in the kitchen. If if for folks that have never worked in a kitchen, especially with folks that you've been with for ten years, it's like it's like a family reunion every every night. And we have a yeah. great time. Do you have kids? Three. Three kids. Yeah, me too. Do you ever, do they, how old are they? 11 and nine. I got twin boys that are nine. So they're young. So they got to like, they got another seven, eight years before they kind of get into the. They still, they still think they might want to do this. So they, do they yeah. really? I was just going to ask you that. Like, what do you think? Do you think you'd want them to? I don't know. Um, part of me says, oh no, don't do it. You can go make a great living and have peace and have weekends and not get those phone calls at 2 a.m. or 11 o'clock at night and, you know, all those different things. But, you know, if he if he loves it or if they love it and they want to try it, you know, go go at it. Before COVID, my son, my oldest, TJ, would work every Saturday in the shop and he loved it. Um, you know, rolling garlic knots or rolling dough with us and just being part of the team. He's He's like yeah. a guy's guy. So he's like, <laughs> he, he, want, he wants to be, you know, in the mix of it. He, he'll call me on the phone in the store and he's like, Who, who's in there tonight? No. <laughs> Why do you care who's working? But he, he just wants to know what's going on. So he does like he enjoys and loves being around the shops. So, That's you know, every day he's like, which store, which store are you going to today? Which where are you going to be at? So does he have his preference for which one he likes better than others? He He does, but I won't say that. Okay, yeah, don't keep that keep that private so you don't let the keep stories that, well, he, But he does have favors. All right, good. I think it's good. Like, my kids aren't – so when I was operating that, my kids, like, every Saturday morning, they would come with me to the shop because I would go there early, kind of get things set up, you know, be there a couple hours before everybody else, and they would come in, like, clean the tables, even though they were already clean, you know, fold boxes, do do things that you can have young kids do, but they still feel like they contributed. Yeah. Um, and now they don't work in the pizza shop, but they do work in hospitality. Like they work at like an ice cream cookie shop where they make cookies and they have to deal with people. And I think that's, I think every kid growing up should have to work at like a, a job where you have to interact with people, uh, make yeah. things that people consume and deal with the public because it teaches you 
what it's really like to have like uh be a i don't want to say be like a certain kind of job but it teaches you how to deal with people and it teaches you like what it is like to be someone who deals with the public and you treat it a different way when you go in you're a consumer versus someone who's selling to the public it definitely changes the perception and and we talk about that too like the, the jobs you're qualified to do after you've run a restaurant for a certain amount of years is, is ridiculous, right? So yeah. you can solve problems, you can you can manage projects, you can you can lead teams, you can build food and you know handle inventory and scheduling and all these different things. So it, it gives you a whole bunch of skills that folks don't realize going into it. Yeah, it's great. I think it's really good for you too, because like my kids come home and um so my daughters, I have three daughters. So my daughters are twenty one, twenty in 16 and they all kind of work at the same place like oh, the older sweet. two got a job there a couple years ago and they've been working there ever since and then the youngest one kind of joined them and they all work there in the the conversations that they have when they come home from work is like totally reminds me of the conversations i had when i was like working in the pizza shop at that age it's so funny how 20 years later you know from when i was their age to what they're talking about is still the same things like, Oh, this person, didn't come in. this person didn't do a great job. The customer came in at nine Oh five and was like pulling on the door and we closed at nine and they were trying to get in or they, they placed an online order for the, uh, an online order for the wrong store. It's just so funny. The conversations that they have exactly what I went through. It, it hadn't, it hadn't changed much. And, and I doubt that it will change. So that's good because then you get to give some advice, right? Like, no, I let them do it. I don't give them any advice. I'm like, you know, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This I sounds like my house. Advice. No one wants my advice either. Exactly. Like I try to tell them and they're like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, dad. I'm like, That's yeah. like my wife. When I'm, when I'm here trying to organize the refrigerator and put the meat down on the bottom and the veggies. So she's like, don't manage yeah. this house. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the same thing. Until they need something. Until they need something of the tools that I have at my disposal. Yep. The tools that I have are useless until they need it. That's right. And you know? now you're a resource. Yeah. Now it's like if I, if she need, if my wife or my kids need something and they know I did it before, oh, now you, you want my advice, right? <laughs> yeah. When I, I was unsolicited advice, you, you didn't want it. But that's how yeah. it goes. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the same in my house. I'm like, I tried to help you get the grocery list together with this great inventory form I created, but you didn't, you didn't care about that. <laughs> now, now we need bread and I got to go get it. Right. That's like that's insane. But it's like having kids is kind of similar to having employees though. Same same kind of deal. It's just like you can be a little bit more firm with your kids because they're your kids, you know, and they live in your house. Whereas your your employees, you gotta kinda tread water a little bit. It takes it takes a while to build that relationship to a point where they just take your advice on question. Um but it's possible. It's possible. Do but you, yeah. It, it's do a, you have to still manage all your employees. I know that like you have a lot of different chops that you're dealing with. Is that still the hardest part for you even? Yes and no. Um, I don't so much manage the, at the team level anymore, but I'm in the stores and uh, you know, folks are always asking me advice and they're asking me what they should do or what do I think about this? So I try to be open and honest and, and lead them in a direction that whoever their manager or supervisor is would, would do. And then, Hey, Hey, look, follow up with, follow up with your manager on this, but this is how I would be thinking in his position and in your position. Yeah. Do you, so you deal with more like the supervisors and managers on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah I work, I work with, yeah, I work with general managers, franchise owners, um, 
at that level, just help, helping them open those lines of communication up to just to get those things. Sometimes folks are more comfortable because my face is not a face they see every single day. They're yeah. more comfortable sharing some of those things and opening it up to me. Um, and then I just try to facilitate on the on the backside how we how we solve those things. Because we so don't you're like the good guy, like, right? Like the managers that there every day is kind of like the bad guy. And you're like, hey, Tyrell's here. Let me go talk to him because he's going to help my situation because yeah. you don't have to deal with it on a daily basis. Yeah, T, T shows up with a smile and I got T-shirts and samples and all these different. They love me. Oh, that's a great, great position. Oh, that's great. So that's why you like your job so much. Oh, yeah. Well, I get to I get to spread a lot of love. Well, I mean, you show up anywhere with pizza, people love you. And then at the store, you show up with anything that's not pizza and they love you for that. So it works for me. I love that. Have you ever? So when I was operating, right, my me and my brother-in-law had two locations. And it came to a point where we were trying to find and build our team. And I was like, I always said to him, listen, we've never had to close shop or not open a day or close early or late because we couldn't find staff. But I find that happening more and more now. Like it never happened to us. And I used to tell him that. But I find it happening more and more now where people are like, you know what? People just don't want to work. Do you do you think people just don't want to work or do people just not want to work for certain people? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, obviously, I think number one is the people aspect of it, right? People are in jobs and they quit and they leave. It's usually because of somebody else or a conflict or, you know, whatever. Personalities just didn't mesh. And, and then on the other side of it, it's, you know, the world has changed a little bit. Yeah. Folks are, they have different options and we're seeing it, especially now with delivery drivers, um, as a, as a brand that delivers our own food, third party has become a huge competitor of ours when it, in the way of, of employees and not just orders and other companies and, you know, brands, just our staff. It's hard for me to tell a driver, Hey, look, come for the same money. You can come wash my dishes, take care of my trash, deliver my pizzas. Or you can go, you know, sit in your car all day. So I, I get that. It's it's a tough it's a tough decision for those folks to make, but they gotta, you know, look at what their goals are and what they want to do long term. We try to make sure we present options and you know benefits that play towards what the what what that person may need or what their what their goals are. If you wanna you wanna grow, you wanna be a manager, you wanna do something else. Let's figure out how we get you to that point. Um, starting here as a driver. Yeah, I, I, because that's, you know, you have to like, other, because that other company, those third parties aren't necessarily companies where there's going to be options for growth, right? So that's where it sets you apart, where you can have options yeah. for growth. You could become a supervisor or a manager or maybe an owner. I don't know if you guys even do that, but yep. at some point you can help someone become an owner or a franchisee. Whereas if you go work at DoorDash or Uber Eats, there's no opportunity for that. Your job is your job. And yeah, it may be easy, but that's it. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, depending on what that, what that person wants. And sometimes that's enough for folks to say, look, I just want to do this part-time, make a couple of dollars. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Do you guys use third parties or are you all your own delivery drivers? We, yeah, we have to use third, third party now. It's, it's at a, it's at a point now where we held out as long as we could, but we have to. Yeah. And I think it's inevitable that everybody, I mean, it depends on, I guess it depends on what size business you are and where you're located. But if you're in a populated area, a city, 
and you have multiple locations, I think it's inevitable that you're going to have to reach out at some point and make some kind of deal with the third parties. Yeah. So we, we, we ended up uh, going exclusive with Uber to uh, and negotiate a lower commission, obviously with some marketing money and just some other benefits, added benefits for the franchise. So sorry, Ollie's no, barking at a bird or something. Um, <laughs> it's okay. So, yeah, so we, so we got an exclusive deal with, with Uber and it, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of added benefits for the franchisee that you won't get from the other guy. So, um, at least we have, we still have some control over, you know, over what's out there. What, why did you choose Uber but, over the other ones? Market share. They had over 70% market share in Tampa Bay and the other guys just couldn't, couldn't meet the demand that we had. Um, yeah in every area in, at every store. So, you know, DoorDash and Grubhub, these guys are out here, but they're not everywhere. Yeah. They didn't cover every store that you guys have. Yeah. So Uber, Uber could cover every store and they, and they came with a significant investment on the marketing side for us. And you know, that matter. What, um, how has it been working with them? It's actually been good. You know, having an exclusive deal gives us, you know, gives us our, our guy. I call him, I just call him our Uber guy, but he's, he's an account rep and, you know, he, he digs in, in, in into the insights and gives us advice and helps us manage all of the deals and offers and, you know, all the things that go on. So having a direct contact with a company, with a tech company is great because he can give us, he can give us the insights that we need. And even as we look into, you know, going into new areas or opening new stores, he can he can give us a lot of details just based on what some of his other brands or how they perform in that area. So, to me, it's it, it's worth it. Is that yeah? And it's like I think people are afraid. Yeah, are you afraid that Uber could take your information and be like, "Hey, let's open a pizza shop"? Is that something that ever crosses your mind? No, I, I, these guys. Uber's got the sweetest gig ever. They're a tech company that doesn't have to do any of the tangible stuff, right? So. I don't think they'll ever now maybe they'll they'll partner with someone that wants to ghost kitchen and do a, do another brand or something like that who knows um but no I, I'm not worried about a tech company one one to come in and sell pizzas and manage people <laughs> I, I know right why would that why would they ever want to do that if they have the tech job they're, they're, yeah they they won't do that I think that was Zillow right wasn't but if Zillow they did, the company Oh, that tried to get into um, real estate, what was right? like, they're doing right. like real estate and all that, all that yeah. stuff. That's so my wife's a real estate agent and um, she has been a real estate agent for a long time. And Zillow was a company that was pretty smart, right? Like they went on the internet early and they got people. What are people the most curious about when it comes to their house? Like how much it's worth, right? Like if I sold my house today, how much could I get for it? So they set up a website where people could just go there and see what their house is worth whenever they want. And then what happened was they started to sell those leads to pe to real estate agents and real estate agents would be like um, paying a certain amount a month, month for exposure. And I, and I think Uber, or I'm sorry, Zillow started to like either buy investment properties or buy people's houses and said, hey, listen, we'll give you, your house is worth 400,000. If you want to take 300,000 right now, we'll give you 300,000 with the idea that houses would always go up and and then they could sell later. I think they got caught where they got, a huge investment that they just couldn't get a return on. So that's obviously the downside of these tech companies who venture into the world of the company or the product that they're trying to help. 
Yeah, just stay just stay on the tech side. You got you yeah. got a good thing going. I could charge in every person that's involved with you. So just stay yeah, there. Right. <laughs> they're making money on all sides. Like we we are we are they're making money from the pizzeria and the customers. Yeah, and they and they don't pay that well to the to the folks that are contracted to work with them. So they they got a sweet gig. Yeah. Do you find that the the do you, do you find it hard to deal with the drivers like uh, training wise and delivering the food is that the hardest part where it's like all right they need to you need to teach them how to deliver a pizza or do they know how to do that now? Um, it's a little bit of both. So we're seeing a trend where we're the the older demographic is coming in as a like second job or supplementary income. They're experienced and they they know how to you know. They know how to how to deliver the pizza. They know how to show up presentable. Um, they know how to how to finesse a, a, a bigger tip uh, with with being nice or what, whatever it is. Yeah. The younger folks, the folks that actually apply more frequently than anybody right now is the the high school and and you know that I, I would say that sixteen to twenty one. We have to teach them everything, and that's fine. Um, but we got to teach them everything. You had to assume they know nothing, right? No thing. Well, this is, and that's exactly why I wanted to do what I'm doing because eventually those are going to be my kids. And I don't want, I don't want my kids to go work for some guy that doesn't want to teach them or show them or, or guide them and coach them to be successful. Um, I, I want to make sure that they get the skills that they need to go to whatever the next job is for them. When you say you, what you're doing, like with your book and your emails and your courses that you have. Yeah. With the, with the, with the leadership development stuff, you know, I want to, you know, what I found is that's the biggest difference between the store that's making money and the store that isn't making money. And I, and I see a lot of different, seen a lot of different places, but the person who's, who's leading at the restaurant level, that's, that's who's driving profitability in a pizzeria. You know, the, the manager, the folks that are there every single day, making, making the decisions day in and day out. Um, and when that folk, when that person isn't tuned in and they don't know how to, how to talk and communicate with the team, they don't know how to build folks. They don't know how to develop and train. It becomes a real hard job and and really hard to get profitability at that point. Is where where can people go find information about that? Because I know you have that online. Yeah, um, TyrellReed.com is the easiest way to find. You can get the book for free, or join the email course, or join the community. Um, but I also put out a lot of content on Instagram. I have the all the other platforms too, but Instagram is my that's my main my main account and my main social media presence. So Instagram at Tyrell Reed senior, or you can search Tyrell Reed pizza King um, to get, to get any of that content and, and links. And you basically just take all the questions you want. So you let me, you either take all the questions you get and then make those informational or you do kind of what I try to do is be like, all right, my kid, if I was telling my, my children how to oh, do something, children. this is what, this is the training that I would need to have them. And training. assuming that everybody else would need that as well. Right. Absolutely. A uh, little bit of both. I get, I do get questions from a lot of operators out there. Um, you know, how I would handle certain situations. So I always try to, you know, respond, not respond publicly. I always respond to if someone sends me a DM or, yeah. or email or something, I'm going to give it the care, but also try to answer the question in a general way, you know, publicly so that just in case someone who didn't want, didn't want to raise their hand and ask the question, you can, you can get the information as well. But then I take, also take just you know my day-to-day -day stuff i'm i'm visiting pizza shops literally you know three or four days a week so the problems that we saw there are 
most likely the same problems that we're that you know you may you may see in your shop. So um, yeah. I want to share that. You do like you should do like a vlog or something like a daily a daily thing. Or maybe you do that in your Instagram stories where you're kind of taking people along with the day and into the different shops and dealing. It's hard to record and do all. I'm by myself. I know you need to hire somebody. You don't have anybody. I'm you don't have to, a team behind you. I <laughs> there's no team this is the team um me, yeah so I, I i thought about that and it would be cool to do kind of like a, a vlog or a day in the life you know i don't want to i would want to you know sh shine the wrong light on someone but i would like to right. you know get in and solve you know solve something for somebody i think too there's not a lot of shows that show there's a lot of pizza shows out there that show like oh this is amazing pizza or like these are the best pizzerias and like this is what their pizza looks like but there's not a lot of shows out there or content out there that sh that shows like this is what it's really like to run a pizza shop and like not only the the great but the the hard part. I don't want to say bad because nothing about running a pizza shop is real bad unless something bad happens to you, which is no. not often. But there's hard parts for sure about running a pizzeria, and no one really knows that. So people just assume like, oh, I make great pizza. I love pizza. I'm gonna open a pizza shop because. It's going to be so much fun because I get to make pizza every single day, which is true. But making pizza every single day for a living that makes enough money to support a lifestyle that you want requires certain things that not everybody is aware of. That's right. And Nobody those really things, I say for the most part, those things stay pretty hidden until they pop up in your life, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Like I never, I never knew I had to, you know, have this license or permit or that replacing this was going to cost this amount of money or how much a mixer cost or, you know, all, all those different things that go into it. Um, and yeah, I think that's a great idea to just continue to shine some light on. And, and I wouldn't say bad either. Just the other side of it, the, the real life yeah. operations, you know, this, this is what it's like day to day. Yeah, you know, like things are going to happen. Inspector comes and, in and, and it's like, all right. You have two different health inspectors, and one's like, okay, you need to keep this here. And you're like, okay, great. Put it there. And then the very next one comes in and is like, why is that there? You need to have that over there. And you're like, well, the guy that came in last time said I needed to have it here. Well, no, he was wrong. You need to have it over here. And it happens. So It happens so much. you know. And that's why I love all of the, the memes that you, you post now because that is real life. <laughs> and it's funny, and we laugh, but it's real life. It's It's – what happened every meme that I post. So at smart pizza marketing on Instagram, I just been posting these kind of pizza shop memes. And if you're a pizza shop owner, you totally get it and understand it, but it's everything that I post is like, what happened to me during the pizza, my pizza <laughs> run. So it's like, I know from experience, that's where I get the memes from. It's like, I just was like, as soon as I see a video, I'm like, Oh my God, this is like totally relatable to what happened to me at one point. And, uh, <laughs> Apparently, it happens to a lot of people because everybody's messaging me and being like, "Dude, that's so funny!" It's like very real. All of us, all of us, all the time. But that's you know that's just part of it. You have to not that you have to enjoy it, but you have to understand that this is this is part of part of the game that we're in. You're yeah. gonna have to solve problems. Your problems are not gonna just go away. And I think you know the, any business or anything that you do that's worthwhile there's going to have some hard parts to it not everything is going to be super easy so it, it, as much as i'm like oh the pizza business is hard and also some good parts to it a lot of good parts oh yeah pizza and you know pizza's like currency 
in most places. <laughs> yeah. I walk in with a piece. It's worth it's worth more than the money I could have brought with the same you know at the same value. So that is very true. You know, there's 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 some benefits to to being the pizza guy in your town. There definitely is a hundred percent. I totally agree with that. It's a great bribing tool. Absolutely. Um, Terrell, this is fun. Uh, where can people go if they want to, I know you said it earlier, Tyrell Reed, uh, T Y R E L L Reed is R E E D.com in, uh, Tyrell Reed senior right. on Instagram. Those are the best places to follow you or reach out to you. And so you operate, and you manage multiple locations, but you also are available for people to reach out to you if they want to hire you to come into their pizza shop and be like, hey, this is what I want to do or this is what I need help with. You do that as well? I'm absolutely open to that. Um, I reserve a couple of days a week to take calls if anyone wants to talk through, you know, what your challenge is. If you're you're getting started or you're thinking about getting started in the pizza business, let's let's talk about it because, you know, now at year 21, I can assure you that I've seen, you know, and experienced and, and made a lot of mistakes, but seen the good and bad, the good, the, the good, the bad, the ups and downs of the pizza business. So I'm happy to share my experience and, and help the next guy do it. You know, if not as good, better than better than I have at this point. So um, absolutely. That's good. And you'll be at the uh, Pizza Tomorrow Summit in November in Orlando. So if anybody's listening to this and they're heading to that, go check out Terrell's talk. I'm sure. Uh, I'm doing a little bit of, I'm doing my own kind of, I don't want to call it a booth because it's not a booth, but it's like an area where I'm going to be doing an interview. So I'm going to make you come say hello and join me for a podcast live there too. So if you want to come uh, hang out with oh, me there. I will absolutely well. be there. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. And I know we met on the internet, which is great, but I'm looking forward to saying hello in person in uh, November. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day, sharing with us and hanging with me. That's for sure. Thank you. Appreciate you having me again. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Thanks, Terrell, for joining me. Go to smartpizzamarketing.com. All the show notes and everything we talked about will be over there. You can check it out. Also, all of our blog posts and email newsletter, everything we mentioned before. Thank you so much. If you want to hit me up on Instagram, I am at smartpizzamarketing over on Instagram. Also on threads or Twitter or TikTok or whatever your thing is. Go check out our YouTube channel as well. And uh, if you have a question, you can hit me up over at Smart Pizza Marketing. There's a contact form there. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.